Hi, I'm Jerry Bingham, the host of Hush Loudly, Introverts Redefined. Welcome back to the show where we talk about all things introverted. Today, I have a special guest. I'm so excited to introduce you to Brenda, Brenda Levesque. She'll tell you a little bit more about herself, but I was just drawn to her brand, her style, her platform. And when I found out that she was an introvert, I said, okay, we got to have her in here. Uh, and we're going to talk about our personality types and talk about style and the way you present yourself. So please welcome Brenda Levesque to Hush Loudly. Thank you so much, Jerry. I really appreciate uh, being here today. So tell us about your style. Tell us about your brand first. Okay, my brand. So I refer to myself as the Chic City Girl. Um, it has a couple of meanings, I guess. Chic is part of Chicago, and I'm from Chicago, and I love my city. But also chic is a term that is more, um, I would say, like classic, um, versus something that's more like a trend-oriented, more long-term. And then um, just being a city girl, I'm, again, from Chicago. So I would say that my brand is just a person that is, I want to represent not only myself and my personal style, but I also want to be an example to other women of a particular age that aren't necessarily represented uh, in the broader social media space really to let other women know that if I can do this, you can do this. And that's really what it's it's all about for me. It's just being an example and hopefully being an inspiration uh, to other women. I love that. And we'll talk more about that as a, another woman of a certain age. We can talk a little bit more about that. But mm -hmm. before we get there, um, I wanted to ask, as I ask every guest on the show, are you an introvert? I absolutely am an introvert. And how do you know, or how did it manifest? How did, when did you realize, or tell us a little bit about that if you want to start childhood or wherever you want to start. So I have always been a person that functioned better in a small group. I didn't know what an introvert was until I was an adult, but I, I would always be the quiet one in the group. I would always be the one that was the least talkative. And people used to say, oh, you're shy. And maybe I was. Um, but I didn't realize I was an introvert again until I was an adult. I did also realize even in my work life when I had to be a part of larger meetings and meet with clients that I would be absolutely exhausted afterwards where I didn't want to talk to people. We would go on these these team um, trips uh, for work, and I would always tell the the agents, I don't want to sit by anybody on the way back. I need to be quiet. I would get a magazine, and I would just kind of let my brain rest. Um, and then later on, I found out what the term introvert was, and I'm like, that is me. That's exactly me. Yeah, same here. It's like we need time to decompress. Absolutely. And I think I was characterized as shy, too. Mm -hmm. And I think when people can't figure you out, they can't read you, mm -hmm. and they have to put something on you, and that may be the term. Or negatively, it could be something like mean or stuck up or mm -hmm. bougie mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. of these things, which yes. could probably be the furthest from the truth. But I mm -hmm. think that we introverts do experience that over our lives. Yes. Um, it's funny that you mentioned 
mentioned about work, every introvert I talk to, we all talk about our stories in the workplace because we live in a world that rewards and celebrates extroversion. Yes. And so we have to fit in. And I always say I feel like that's the best for us because we are flexible. We can do anything. We can be in with the crowds, we may not love it and we may have to go home and fall out on the couch for two days. <laughs> and, but then also we can work independently. Mm -hmm. We can be alone mm -hmm. and thrive in that environment as mm -hmm. well. Uh, and so when I talk to companies, I try to urge them to think about or encourage them to think about building space and having um, just the knowledge and awareness that half of your team is different. Right. So if you could build a culture and environment that supports your extroverted group and your introverted group, that's just golden because we all just work really, really well together. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about your style, okay, because you're looking real fly today <laughs> and you are fly every day on Instagram. I'm looking at you like, what? what is this? And I just asked you uh, off camera about this cute little jacket that you found at Walmart, which just right. threw me. But let's talk about your mm -hmm. style and mm -hmm. your choices. And, mm -hmm. and have you always been this way? I know that's a whole bunch of questions, yeah. but tell us about mm -hmm. your style. So my style has really evolved over my lifetime. And I think it has, well, I'm sure it's had a lot to do with my progression as a person. Um, I think about high school, I was very much part of the crowd. Um, I went to Kenwood, shout out. and um, Shout out to the Broncos. Absolutely. And it was very preppy. So everybody wore and that was the style jeans then. and polos and carried backpacks and wore penny loafers. Everybody did and that. And coach purses. Yes. And so I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to fit in. And so that's what I wore. Um, and then in college... I remember I got to a point where I just got tired of wearing jeans. I just didn't want to wear jeans anymore, even though that's what everybody wore. And then I started to step out a little bit and wear dresses and skirts and different things like that. Then I go into a corporate environment that's very um, traditional, where it's all black and gray and navy and suits and things like More that. More conservative. Yes, absolutely. So I get into that environment, and I want to establish myself as a professional and so I am following that protocol. Then I got to a point and I remember seeing a woman, a black woman, leading a meeting and she wore fuchsia and bright colors and she was incredibly smart. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I can be like that also. That. Mm -hmm. And that opened up my mind to even in this environment, I can still express myself. Um, and so... I started wearing more color, even though I was still wearing suits because I still respected the work environment and all those things. But I started to express myself more with color. And it's just continued to evolve where, especially I think with, with the pandemic and being at home and then being on social media and participating in different challenges, then it really, really broadened my scope. And what do I really like? And how do I put things together in a different way? And just have to really have fun with it. Um, which also built my own confidence. And so we have what we have here today. <laughs> Do you have a, a name for your style? Is that something? I don't. And I often ask this question when I talk to people about their style. And I always ask them to describe it rather than define it because I don't want to put it in a box. Like there's certain styles like boho and classic and things like that. Yes. And I think that 
I have a lot of touches of a lot of them. Um, I just like to wear, I like to wear color. I like to wear print. I like to wear accessories and I like to dress in a unique way. So I don't know that that necessarily fits in a particular category because I can go classic one day. I also love an all black outfit. It's very sleek and sophisticated. Um, so I can really touch a lot of the traditional type of style definitions, but I don't have one for myself because it really depends on how I feel at a particular time, where I'm going, the weather. It's a lot of different things that play into how I get dressed. We certainly have to think about that in Chicago, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Um, we had kind of talked uh, previously about, I was saying thank you because I noticed that um, your size inclusive. So they're, they're the things that you are showcasing, I see I can get in my size. Mm -hmm. And then also I see, you know, there's a level of sophistication where I feel like you are definitely speaking to someone my age. Mm -hmm. And so is that intentional? You know, I assume that is, mm -hmm. if you can talk a little bit more about being inclusive. Yeah, it absolutely is on purpose because I feel like the fashion industry in general focuses on a certain demographic that I am not necessarily a part of. And everyone wants to be represented or, or see themselves. That's really important. And so part of the reason why I got on social media, I was on social media more as an observer, more as one that's just looking at images and enjoying it for myself. But then I realized that there were not a lot of people that looked like me. And I wanted to, I wanted to show other people that, hey, you can do this. It, it's not that hard. It's not, it's for everybody. Um, and so that's a, a lot of why I do what I do. Because again, being an introvert, I'm happy with being in the background and just looking and enjoying everybody else's style and, and how they're putting themselves out there. But for me, it was definitely a conscious decision so that people that look like me or even that don't, but they see that I'm someone different and I'm doing this. And so they can do that uh, as well. And that's what we're all talking about, diversity, right? And mm -hmm. differences and, mm -hmm. and, and inclusion, inclusivity. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask um, about the patterns. Mm -hmm. um, so I see how you, you talk about it, but I even see it today. How do you know that this works? You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm probably not articulating it right. It looks amazing. It works, mm -hmm. all of it. But say I wanted to try it. I mean, I don't think I could pull that off. It's like, <laughs> do you have any advice on on that? Mm -hmm. And then also I want to know, um, with my platform, I hear from people who tell me, you know, after they saw or heard my podcast, it helped them in some way. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to know, are you hearing from your followers and what are they think? What are they mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. that's two things. How okay. do I, if I want to dress like you... Mm -hmm. <laughs> use different patterns. Mm -hmm. How do you figure out that it looks right yeah. or it looks wrong? Yeah. And yeah. then have you mm -hmm. heard from your um, followers? Mm -hmm. So I get that question a lot. How do you mix um, prints and patterns? And I will say before COVID, I didn't, I don't think I did it as much. Okay. Um, there were challenges, print mixing challenges, and that really opened my eyes to it. And I remember there was one where it was, you were supposed to wear all animal print. I'm like, how do you wear all animal print? I can wear like one, but I took the challenge and then I started to say, oh, this is fun. Oh, well, let me try this and just continue to step out more. So when people ask me, okay, I don't understand. How do I mix prints? I tell people usually pick a color that's consistent among the prints. 
So okay. there's black in all of these. My belt, yeah. the jacket, the blouse, they all have black. Yeah. And I also tell people, if you want to start with something really easy, just choose black and white because black and white is always going to go together. Mm-hmm. So if you have black and white polka dots and black and white stripes, you got it. So I usually tell people to either start with a really easy um, color palette like black and white or to pick a common um, color amongst the prints. So that's usually what I tell people. And so you can put on a black and white polka dot turtleneck and then maybe put a black and white striped blazer over it. I have done it. And maybe just some solid black pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something else. So thanks for mentioning that. I tell people, you know, you don't have to wear head to toe. Print right, because that might be a mess. It, it, it could be. So just, <laughs> just try two. Just try two. You don't have to do three or four. Just try two. And then like I have on today, I have on soda, solid bottoms. Mm. Um, so that's an easier way to kind of dip your toe. I even see uh, your socks are fly. Okay, so oh, our viewers yeah. can't see this, but... So from head to toe, trust me, uh, she's fly all the way down. And then what about your followers? What are you hearing from them? So one of the greatest things about being on social media is hearing from people to say, you encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone. You gave me an example and now I'm trying things. That that really, really makes my day. That is That is huge for me that people are saying, you know what? I'm I'm doing things differently. I'm shopping my closet. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I've had people to send me messages with outfits that they've put on to say, I tried this. I saw you did this. So I tried it. So it's really, really been um, rewarding and inspiring for me. I really love the connectivity that I've been able to um, receive while being on social media, finding like-minded people, and then also being able to help people. that That's really what's most important to me. And I wonder if that even motivates you to do more. It does. You it know, when you've does. learned that you've inspired someone, it probably oh, yeah. is, you know, mm-hmm. because it's still serving. I feel like it's Absolutely. still a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's helping others. Mm-hmm. It's educating. It's influencing, it mm-hmm. helping people feel about feel better about themselves. Yes. So it's all yes. um, very service oriented. Yes. And that is my approach. It's not about, and I've, I've said this, it's not about me. Hey, look at my outfit. Look at what I have on. It's about... Um, helping and serving other people. That is my approach to being on social media. It's not just so that people will pay attention to me and what I'm wearing. It's so, again, that I can show people. I can be an example to people that just like just like me, you can do this just, just, like, just like I do. You can absolutely do it. And I want people to try it because, again, once you get to whatever that age is where from an industry standpoint, you kind of fall off the map, fall off the radar. Yes. Um, we still, we're still alive. We are still vibrant. We still want to be, we still participate in life. And so I want people to know that it's not over because you're no longer 30. It's not over because you're no longer the size that you were when you were 30, that there's still options and there's still an opportunity and a window for us to, to be represented. Thank you for that. I, um, tried one of those, um, I forgot what they're called, the companies where you, they put your outfits together for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So a young lady at work, this was in 2018 or 2019, and she's petite and she was loving it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And she'd say, I got it from, so I was like, let me see. 
It was awful, and I'm going to tell you why. So, of course, it asked my size, but it asked my age, and I think that's mm-hmm. where I went left mm-hmm. because everything was so matronly, and then you could respond back and say, is this close to your style? And I would say, just because I am 50 does mm-hmm. not mean that I dress like this. Right. It's, you know, and so then they would try, and said, and it just, and I ended up canceling because they didn't see me, you know, yep. and I even thought, mm-hmm seems like they should ask maybe for a picture and see how I look mm-hmm. and how I carry myself mm-hmm. and maybe that would help but I just realized that wasn't for me anyway yeah, yeah. Um, so that's um, interesting and and that is a nice segue to let's talk about women of a certain age mm-hmm. and um, you know I love to see when you know when you're 20 you're supposed to wear crop tops and things like that mm-hmm. and whatever's in style at the time but not necessarily 30 years later mm-hmm. um and so why are you uh, I noticed that you often interview women that are in our age range mm-hmm. uh, to talk about um, their brands or whatever's happening for them. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about I know you said you want us to be seen mm-hmm. but any can you add any more about that? Um, well, I think that you know there are all these fashion rules that mm-hmm. are in place, and also fashion is an industry. So of course they want to tell it's you business. Yep. this is in and this is out because they want you to continue to purchase. Things. Yes, but I try to make the differentiation between fashion and style, where fashion is an industry, fashion is a revenue generator, versus style is something that's individual and is how we represent ourselves, and it's our own art, if you will, the way that we present ourselves to the world. We get to be whoever it is we want to be. And so that's part of the the messaging that I want to not only share with women in our age bracket, but there are a lot of other women that are in our age bracket that already know this. And I want them to be able to share their story as well. So it's not just me, but it's, it's lots of other women. Um, and so that then those that are coming behind us aren't discouraged and they don't yes. feel like, oh, it's it's over. You know, I see young yes. ladies that say, oh, I'm I'm 29. Right. Girl, bye. You exactly. got your whole life. It, it doesn't even really, to me, didn't really get good until I got to be about 45 or so because I was still trying to figure out kind of who I was. Yes. I was at that point understanding that it's okay to be an introvert, yes. that it's not something that's bad. It's it's who I am and to get comfortable in who I am. So I think when we reach our age, we've, we've also reached a level of confidence in ourselves and comfort in ourselves. And now we can we can just be whoever it is we want to be. So that's part of why I, I um, focus on. And I guess it's, it's just we tend to draw what, what we put out. We tend to draw mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. so I've been able to connect with amazing women all over the world mm-hmm. um, that have a similar similar style story. And I have to echo that. It just seems like right the 40s, but now it's like the 50s. It's just like my life is so amazing, but I think I'm looking at it from a different lens. Mm-hmm. And all that I've experienced, whether it be loss, the success, the happiness, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember Oprah saying it gets better. It seems like I remember her, and she's, mm-hmm. a, she's an introvert, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if she said, 
it seems like it was 60. She was yeah. like, 60 is the best and it just gets better. Yeah. And I believe that because mm-hmm. I can feel where how it's changed for me over the years. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get back to what you talked about being seen. And so um, for individuals who might think, you know, well, she just dresses like that because she wants to be the center of attention. Um what do you have to say about because you mentioned something like that. I don't dress like that for this. So what do yeah. you have to say about about that? I dress because I like to get dressed. I dress like this all the time. I remember there was one time I went to the laundromat because I was cleaning my comforters and it was it was early. I think they opened at 730. And so I remember going there and people were just like staring at me the whole time. And I told my mom, like, everybody was staring at me at the laundromat. She said, well, Brenda, most people don't wear like a scarf to the laundromat. I'm like, oh, I was just dressing because that's the way I dress. Dressing is more than wearing clothes, just putting on clothes because we have to wear clothes to be in public. Dressing is an event. Dressing is putting art together. It's sort of like like cooking. Like when you you have a recipe, but then you kind of add things and you try things. Um, To me, uh, an an outfit or an ensemble is like a good meal where it's tasty. It's it's not just meeting a need because you're hungry, but it's satisfying as well. So for me, getting dressed is is just fun. I enjoy it. I like it. Um, A lot of times that's the best part of the day. Who do I want to be today? Where am I going today? Um, And it also shows shows who I am to a degree to people. Mm -hmm. I feel like it shows a respect for where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, It shows or gives people an indication of how to interact Interact. with me. Absolutely. And um, again, it's it's art. It's just, it's, it's art to me. I love that so much. (laughs) Um, During the pandemic, I was working from home. And like most people, you know, you just dress from the top up. You know, I had on Mm -hmm. leggings and Uggs and um, was just definitely more comfortable wearing leggings and stretchy things. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, I got a new job in, um, and I had to be in every day mm. and I am having so much fun with that. And when I first went back, um, it was just so much fun picking out outfits mm-hmm. and just what you said, the way you dress is a statement of who you are. Mm-hmm. And whether you command respect or not, you know, all of that, um, how you present yourself, you know, it it means so much more than I think people realize. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to shout it to the rooftop that you are savvy and sophisticated and intelligent. Mm -hmm. You can show it. And then when you open your mouth on top of that, if you're intelligent, that's a bonus. Uh, So, yeah, that really, really resonates um, with me. Um, so what else are you finding, uh, I feel like, on social media? Like, are there other um, women-owned brands like you? Like, you know, mm-hmm. are, is there anyone else sort of in this niche like you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, are? yeah. Okay. Oh, there, there are lots of uh, women. Because, uh, again, I think we attract what we put out. And so as I start to kind of show myself more, then I would I would meet other um, women that were like me, especially through the challenges, that helped a lot. And then I think to a degree, I mean, the the algorithm, it it sees what you like and continues to show you more of that. Yes. And so um, 
there's a whole it's a whole wide range of women that I follow and have um, interacted with on social media. There's actually um, a group of us. We call ourselves the Quad Squad. Okay. <laughs> and um, they're all in California and outside of social media the likelihood of me meeting them would be almost zero. But we really connected initially on fashion and then we were communicating and then we started like getting on Zoom calls and things like that. And so I actually did take a trip last year to California to actually meet them because it's turned into much more than just sharing yeah. outfits. It's really it's a turned community into yes, and probably absolutely. a friendship. Yes, it, it absolutely is a friendship. We were on Zoom calls literally four and five hours um, really? at a time. Yes. So it has really grown into um, a lot more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask what your closet looks like. Is it massive? Do you, are you, did you have to make a bedroom into a closet, which I know people do. Uh-huh. So what is your closet looking like? And is it looking like, so I have a girlfriend whose closet looks like a retail, it looks like mm-hmm. a store, mm-hmm. you know, and everything is folded perfectly. And she mm-hmm. actually comes to my house a couple times a year and okay. makes my closet like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I woke up and got my closet redone, mm-hmm. life changing, no joke, life changing, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, because you can see what you have. Right. That That is probably the biggest issue that I had. I had mm-hmm. so much stuff, mm-hmm. but it's all packed in there. But now right. I can see everything I have mm-hmm. and I can explore my own store. Right. But what is your... A closet looking like. So I do have a den that's been converted. Okay, to how did I guess that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to have a really huge walk-in closet. I had a much larger space, and I had to downsize. And so I was able to convert a den, like I said, into a closet. I do organize my clothes by type and then by color. So it's sort of like a store. So I have all my blazers together, all my pants together, and then I arrange it from light to dark. And part so of your blazers are light to dark, your pants, yes, everything. Yes, okay. Everything is, is organized. Um, part of that was because before I did that, I spent a lot of time looking for things. Yes. And couldn't find things and missed many a train because I was looking for that one particular item and I didn't know where it was. So now if I know I want a blue blazer, I go to my blazers and I go here and, and that's where it is. So it's it's efficient and it saves time. But then it also allows me to see what I have. And it's also arranged in a way similar to when you shop at a store. So it encourages encourages you, I feel like, to want to shop your closet versus something that's a complete mess. Then why would you want to go in there? Why would you want to spend any time um, in there? So it's it's definitely arranged Um I even have my accessories arranged, maybe not perfectly just because of the way that they're shaped and things like that. But I do have drawers where I have my accessories and I have my shoes and my boots and things like that so that I can see what I have and so that I know if I'm looking for something where it is, too. So it's function and then it's also aesthetics as well. And how important are accessories? Accessories are everything. (laughs) (laughs) Accessories are everything. And I really like accessories because they are a way to personalize and individualize your look without spending a lot of money necessarily. You can swap out accessories and totally change your look. And so in this day and age where a lot of us are shopping at a lot of the same places. Now, I'm a big thrifter, but if you're not, 
and then you're buying things from larger retailers, accessories are a way to take those basic pieces, if you will, and then to personalize it in a look that's your own by using uh, your accessories. Yes. So I, I love accessories. And how often are you thrift shopping? Uh, I'm doing better. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to. Um, thrifting is a whole other thing. But yes. I thrift more than I shop regular retail. Okay. And I would say that 80% of what I buy is secondhand. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And you have your spots, obviously, yes. where you go. Mm -hmm. and Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I do. But I, I try to be open because you never know what you're going to find. That's the thing yeah. about thrifting is that you never know what you're going to find. So I have places that I like to, to frequent. But then also if I'm, if I'm in a place that I've not been to before, I will Google and say, find a thrift store near me. And I will, I will check that out because you just never know what you might find on a given day. So... Yeah, I thrift everywhere. I thrift I often. I love this. This is so cool. <laughs> um, would you happen to have a style icon? Is there anyone back in the day or mm -hmm. now that you... Mm -hmm. I have several. So Diana Ross is definitely one. Yes. Uh, her style is just so incredible, so amazing. Um, she's definitely one. I like Solange Knowles a lot. I like her because, you know, she's Beyonce's sister, but she has her, her own. own her own style that's separate and apart from that, which I really like. I really like Iris Apfel. She is, um, she's a style icon, but she's actually someone that has been in the design business for many, many years. She's now 101 years old, and she still works. She has an agency. She does modeling. She's had her clothes have been an exhibit at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So she's huge, and okay. she is someone that really inspired me to continue to step out and be bold no matter what your age because I first found her when she was 84 and so and she her style is absolutely just unmatched wow incredible. well so. thank you so much we it's time for us to wrap up we oh, could talk all day absolutely good. tell us how people can find you people want to follow you how, how can people find you okay well thank you so I'm on Instagram and TikTok at the chic city girl for both of those and that's that's where I I am Mm, close to every day, at least a few times a week. And for those who are going to check it out, she won't disappoint. <laughs> so thank you so much for being a guest, fellow introvert. Uh, we look forward to following you and supporting everything that you do. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.